Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. On the Casual Opinions podcast. Um, today we're going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, probably with just hideous, egregious spoilers. So um, so if you haven't seen it, make like a shape-shifting alien with green skin and scroll. Oof. God damn it, if, if you guys could see me, I am dabbing. Oh, I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. Best joke. You know what? While we're booing Bailey right now, I want to point out that I'm still pissed off about his Star Wars Rogue One hot takes triggering me, you bastard. It triggered um, both of you. I'm sorry. That's not what we're here to talk about. Well, I honestly don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, Bailey basically just says Rogue One stinks. That's pretty much what he says. Oh, oh, yeah, I did see that tweet. That was the dumbest fucking tweet I think I've seen all year. So, God damn it. Anyways, that's not why we're here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, We're here to talk about... We're here talking about an actual good movie. Fuck. Bailey. You can leave now? (laughs) I don't know where you get off, man. Uh, just with my hot takes and good opinions. Gets off sauce, yeah. Um well, Spider-Man, No Way Home. I'm fresh out of the the theater just like an hour ago, I guess. An mm-hmm. hour fresh out of there. Um and I think we were just gonna kind of incessantly ramble um until we, we found a, a good stopping point there. And um, then finish up with uh, kind of how it stacks up amongst the rest of Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Do a do a Spider-Man uh, rankings there. Um, so I guess since maybe I'm a little more fresh, um, you want me to go first, or you guys got something you want to say out of the gate here? Uh, I, I would love to hear your opinions first. Yeah, before we dive into it. GGG. GGG. Green Goblin Goat. Green Goblin Goat. Interesting. (laughs) Um, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was freaking awesome. You know, in in Mm -hmm. layman's terms, it was, it was a banger. Um, I I will, I will go on about my love for, for Tom Holland, probably for the rest of time. Um, Mm. But it had everything, you know, like I think a lot of times movies get hurt by their hype like you're you're so excited for it and then it doesn't reach that hype level it's not you know maybe it's good but it's not quite there but i feel like this like was helped by the hype like it lived up to it and like even though i think everybody on planet earth knew that andrew garfield and toby Maguire were gonna be in there i was still just like when they came out i was still just like yes Fuck yes. Getting like, like a schoolgirl, man. I, I was so excited when that happened. And I thought it did a good job of, you know, kind of missing some of the problems that, uh, like, maybe, like, Spider-Man 3 had, right? Where, you know, people say, hey, it's way too crowded with villains. I thought it did a good job of balancing the villains. Uh, you know, I liked the, the roles and how, how they played. Obviously, the central one's Green Goblin, and then probably the secondary one you've got uh doc ock who kind of has a little bit of a uh, a change of heart or i guess rather his brain is no change longer enslaved yeah. yeah um it did a good job 
you know, giving the nod to the other Spider-Man. You know, it, it, it had a lot of funny parts in it, had a lot of heavy emotional parts in it. And I thought that it just, like, it hit all the right notes. And in the end, like, I think my one concern was I didn't want it to be, like, the, hey, look, there's three Spider-Men show. Like, I wanted the Tom Holland Spider-Man to be the guy who who gets it done, right? And And in the end, he's the central focus the whole time and i don't think he ever gets overshadowed like i think they all just kind of complemented each other uh really well there they even called he was even spider-man one right he was peter parker one uh which kind of made me chuckle there so uh, that's sort of me but that's sort of my general thoughts there um with the movie before getting into anything a, a little bit deeper or wait was it yesterday no i saw it thursday night sorry i saw it thursday night uh, oh, cool. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought it was uh, amazing for pretty much all the same reasons uh, you have already stated, Zach. Uh, I said earlier, GGG, Green Goblin Goat. He was he was the best part of the movie, I think. He was just, I, well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like that one scene where Tom Holland, he's just beating the shit out of his face and he's just laughing at him. Mm. <laughs> Psychotic yes. laugh. I'm like, oh, are, are you, that is are you amazing. talking about? Uh, in the when they're fighting in the the apartment, yeah, 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 yes. Well, that was the apartment, brutal. even even the shield thing. Whenever he's just he's yeah. getting fucking wailed on, yeah, and he's just sitting there with a big old smile, cackling. I'm like, he's not he's not like taking any damage from no, this. yeah. He, he was all for it, <laughs> but especially uh, but... the part in the the apartment, I thought was just. Yeah, he was real. just just like laughing right oh, in front yeah. of his face, just getting his face slammed in. Didn't care at all. Mm-hmm. That was that was brutal. I liked that. Um, yeah, no, I, I liked seeing all of the the villains again. You know, I'm a big villain guy, so that was that was of course the that was that was my favorite part. I love seeing, of course, uh, the other two Spider Men, but I'm I'm more of a bad guy, so I I love seeing all those bad guys again. It was cool. Cool. Okay. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys got to come in with your transitions better. All right. I'm always on top as soon as you guys finish, and when I finish, it's just cool. Well, well, I, whenever, I already went. Whenever, well, whenever you finish, no, it's I know. Just like, so it's Bailey. So, yeah. Bailey's uh, just like I'm, cool. I'm more about villains, and then you just like stop talking, and we're all like, uh, uh, "Okay, cool." I didn't well, I stop. Guess yeah, I ended my on. sentence. Fucking finish. Go. You, you, come on. What, you have a concluding statement, such as like I don't know, like, but yes, the movie was good. And then I just, said that. I said I like the villains, and I thought the movie was good. I've, Jesus Christ, just go, Bailey. I'm gonna go. Fine. I've um, been waiting for you to go. Jeez. Well, here we are. So I loved the movie. It was great. It. Uh. Well, you'll know where it falls in my ranking here in just a little bit. Um. Great stuff. Great stuff. Like one of the best live action Spider Man films that I've seen in a long time. Uh. Did you guys notice? that the lizard and sandman were definitely not the original actors and i don't it was think definitely they... the sandman actor definitely the same guy well here's the here's the thing no no, end, no 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 right? no they were like yeah. the ones that you saw whenever they're cured were the same actors yeah. but i don't think those guys were actually present on set at all cuz a lot were. of that footage looked like archival or asset footage that they used from the original films or just pulled like the one where Sandman is kind of like looking up through the grates of the uh, 
uh, Statue of Liberty crown looked exactly like one of the shots from Spider-Man 3 where he's looking up through like one of the grates of the sewers. I was like, I've seen these shots before. I don't even think these guys were like present on set, but they were just like, ah, we'll pay you to use your likeness or something. We just, we don't need you to show up. And I'm pretty sure I was in because that salmon sounded exactly the same too. Well, that's I've, the thing. It's pretty fresh in my head. I'm pretty sure that's at least Sandman. I don't know about the, the lizard guy, but yeah, no. I, I mean, I, like I both of them were the actors, like the the physical ones. Once they were cured, yes. But I don't. I don't even think the voices were there because the, the voice voices. For me. They they're they're on point, but there are people who can easily replicate those voices, impressionists, and stuff like that. I just thought it was fascinating. Like if they did that, and they use different people and different assets like that. It's impressive. But to me, I just felt like that's probably what they did. I wouldn't have been surprised if they, like, did their shit from home. Like, like I don't know how the, the, the movie creation process goes, but, like, they, they could have done their lines from home or something, so, so maybe they did, you know, use some old footage or something, but... I, I don't know. I, it didn't take anything away from me. And, and no, you know, maybe, no. maybe they kept those guys off the set for especially early on because they didn't want it to leak that there was stuff or going on. Pandemic also could be. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. Um, no, that didn't detract or anything. I just thought that was like fascinating and like as part of the filmmaking process. I'm like, it flowed seamlessly and it was fine. I just kind of was looking at it and I was like, these just feel familiar, and that's that's not that's not bad. Um, so yeah, everything that you guys have said is pretty spot on with exactly how I felt. Um, my one criticism that I've developed over the past few days is I love the Raimi films for giving New York and New Yorkers a personality in that whole trilogy. Like, you know, the whole, like, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, and the you know, like, you're gonna have to go through us to get them. It's like, that's good personality stuff, and shows a lot of good relation between the city and Spider-Man and the attitudes that they have. And this movie had a perfect opportunity to set that up with, you know, 50% of New Yorkers, like, hating Spider-Man and Peter and 50%, like, being on his side. But we didn't fully explore that. It was like, in the beginning, yeah, he got a lot of attention, but after a while, it was kind of like, you know, he just felt like another hero just kind of wandering around doing his thing. And the rejection letter for MIT was, you know, a part of, or well, it was the instigation for the plot to move forward. And it's like, okay. But then after that point, it's like J. Jonah Jameson just kind of sticks around and he keeps trying to get the scoop. But he's not in it enough for me to even care about him showing up. And one thing that I posited that would have possibly improved the film would have been for that ending whenever he calls J. Jonah Jameson is like hey we're going to be on Ellis Island taking this down um, for J. Jonah Jameson to be like hey I'm going to go there and I'm going to get the scoop and I'm going to expose Spider-Man for like what he is and like the menace that he is and a bunch of reporters follow him and they get onto a boat or something they get close to the action and they endanger themselves so that Tom goes over and, like, saves them somehow. And J. Jonah Jameson goes, maybe Spider-Man's not such a bad guy. And then have a cute moment where, like, Toby may swing by and be like, hey, Mr. Jameson. And he's just like, what the hell? I'm seeing double. Be like, that, that would be cute. And it would show that Spider-Man is willing to put himself 
uh, out there and save people who even hate him. It just adds a little bit more of that relationship. And then whenever like the whole memory wipe at the end takes place, it could easily be uh, like, oh, they erased the events of Ellis Island. So he goes back to thinking Spider-Man's a menace. He just doesn't know uh, who Spider-Man is. Just it, like a little tweak to that. But beyond that, it's like it still works even without that fix. I just I wish that New York was a little more present and had more of a personality and life to it in the Tom Holland trilogy. And it just it doesn't. And I think that detracts from their their films as a whole. Still good, though. Yeah, I, 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 I get I get kind of where you're coming from. Um, I think it didn't have like that same personality feel that you were talking about. Uh, but I think like the, the little interactions that he did have, like with people around there is, is pretty, is maybe more accurate of how people would react. I think, you know, like you have your J Jonah Jameson, who's basically Alex Jones, um, you know, selling supplements on it in his mom's basement. Um, (laughs) there, there's the one there's the one lady at the very beginning and it just like like when she's like crowding mj at the beginning the lady's like he's like don't touch her and she's like spider-man just hit me spider-man just hit me uh. and then there's another <laughs> did you remember that part the one guy fucking and he's like diving off of the car to jump so after like, that reminded me of um have you seen those those uh side side talk or sidewalk new york nyc videos yeah, those. Joe Byron, right? And then there's the, yeah, the bing the one, bong fuck your and then, life. And then there's the guy who uh is goes outside Nick's games dressed up as Spider-Man with a bottle of Hennessy, right? That I think <laughs> is a more realistic New York and and uh, you don't see any of that obviously in this. Although if my hope my one my dream is that the uh I I sent the the Spider-Man dancing with a Hennessy bottle video <laughs> a while back. I was like if he shows up and no way home i'll die um for my <laughs> happiness but i don't know yeah i, I kind of get where you're coming from i think maybe that would have made the ending like too crowded like that, i don't that's think exactly the thing that i thought about whenever yeah. whenever i came up with this i was like that would just like bloat the film a little too much yeah. but it's like you're already making it three hours like what's an extra five minutes like we're all already on board at that point yeah yeah i can see where you're coming from i i don't know if it would have been I don't know. It, it might have detracted from it because he already did. He kind of the whole point of the movie is that he is willing to to help people who hate him and who he and, hates and, too. So well, yeah. And a point of it is redemption too. So yeah. you know, like the other the other Spider Men redeem themselves. It'd be cool to have him like redeem himself in the eyes of the public by saving the very people who demonize him mm-hmm. from you know catastrophe. I'm like that. That would have been. That would have been a good full circle wholesome moment. Yeah. Can agree. Um, overall, I think, uh, or I guess maybe not. I, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Um, did anybody, do you guys have like a favorite, uh, favorite scene, favorite, I guess what, like maybe favorite Easter egg or, or favorite reference? <laughs> Just thinking of the well, I'm sort of a scientist myself. That was that, that one was, was egregious. I was great, like, that's great the one meme. I shout was out. Like, I was like that. 
the whole theater laughed. Cringe a little. I got it, but it was like the whole theater just lolled. Yeah, no, like my theater did too. But I'm sitting there, and I was more like, ah, reference. I understand. Ha ha. I liked. I liked when Electro was talking to Andrew Garfield, and, and <gasps> yeah, and he was he was like, ah, I kind of thought you'd be black, and then and then he's like, well, maybe there be a, maybe there's a black Spider Man out there, and we know that uh, my, my at least Miles Morales exists in this universe because of because uh, of what is referenced in Homecoming with uh, Donald Glover's character. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, what about what about like uh, I mean obviously there's the Daredevil Easter egg there's uh, if you've been watching Hawkeye he swings past um, some Rogers the musical billboards yep and then also at the end he he swings past the the big Christmas tree which I suspect is where the finale of of Hawkeye is gonna pop off at so I'm curious you know I I would. I've I've heard there's, people there's say no that, way Spider-Man's going to be at the end of Hawkeye. Like people are saying that there's a possibility that he could be, but to me I go Hawkeye really doesn't know Peter Parker. Right. Like in well, in no Civil one does War, now. He only knew him as Spider-Man yeah. and even at even in Endgame he hadn't met Peter Parker and he probably wasn't aware of or cared. They might have met at Tony's funeral. That's true. That's true. They might have met at Tony's funeral. Um, but that's about it. Like, I can't think of, like, you know, he swings by and, you know, Hawkeye goes like, oh, I don't know who that is. Or, or like, it's like, I know, I know Spider-Man, I just don't know his other name or something like yeah. that. And it'd just be like, okay, I get what you're doing referencing the movie, but at the same time, I, I just don't think Clint would be the kind of guy who would, like, learn Spider-Man's name is well, Peter Parker. Well, technically, at that point, nobody would know his name, right? I mean, yeah, that's exactly the point. It's just yeah. kind of like, people would be like, oh, he doesn't remember because of the spell. And I'm like, I just don't think he would remember just because he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then there was obviously the, the Daredevil at the very beginning, which I liked. Um, I also liked how quickly they got to the villains. Um, I wasn't yeah. expect I wasn't expecting them for until a, a, a little bit later in the movie, so I liked how quickly they got things going. Um, so it didn't feel like it was a a long slog. No, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, couple. I guess one more question, then we'll talk about the end end credit stingers, and which like which I guess one of them is just multiverse of madness trailer essentially. Um, yeah. but. But what what was your guys's um what was the the cuz it, it for me it was just like emotional punch emotional punch emotional punch uh to you guys what was the what was the heaviest part in there what was the the saddest part for you guys ooh sad <laughs> I don't think I was sad at all during the movie what how uh... Like I wasn't crying, but I would probably say like the one that I was like, okay, I kind I'm kind of got by this, um, was seeing all three of the Spider Men like on top of that roof, giving Peter the pep talk. Yeah. I I knew if they were showing up, they were gonna give him like some sort of pep talk like that. They were gonna yeah. talk about Uncle Ben, but I think it really that scene resonated with me because 
you know, Tom Holland's Peter didn't even address Uncle Ben. And a lot of people have been complaining about that for a while. And I think no one really is anymore because we all realize that yeah, Uncle, Uncle Ben... Man. Right, yeah. The Uncle Ben in this universe doesn't matter because the core of who this Spider-Man is is from Aunt May. And great, great final sacrifice scene, that kind of thing. Great power comes great responsibility. That whole ordeal... It was just, it was a good connecting moment for all of them. And it was necessary. And I think that was the part where I think a lot of people became pretty solidified in Tom Holland is the Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm very curious about, um, and I, I was talking with Kim about this at the end, uh, like what that, like, what are we going to see then in uh, the freshman year? Um, that's going to be coming out the the animated freshman year thing for for basically the Tom Holland Spider Man kind of his origin story. So my question is then: Is there no Uncle Ben? Is there no Uncle Ben moment? Because it would feel redundant then to have Uncle Ben die with this this Aunt May scene in here. So I I wonder if like maybe Uncle Ben was dead and gone before Aunt May even took Peter in like. And it was always just the two of them, like... Or maybe Uncle Ben ran away to Hollywood and started the James Corden show and is now the late-night talk show celeb uh, of the evening named James Corden. Ew. That's my headcanon. He is, he's actually James Corden. Stop. Hate that guy. Stop talking. Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. I am dressed as a cat, and I'm gonna go dance on the 405 and block traffic and sing songs. Would you, you care gotta, to join me? You gotta stop bringing that guy up. I, don't give him I'm, any play. I'm, he gets I'm enough really play. I'm this into existence. Uncle no, Ben, no. Tom Holland's Uncle Ben is not dead. He's just James Corden. If you have hot Aunt May, you have to have somebody more attractive than James Corden be Uncle Ben. Would that not be the funniest thing ever? No, that would be stupid. It would be the funniest thing ever. Um, for me, back to what we had we had been talking about. I don't know. I thought it was an emotional ride. I thought the bit where Andrew Garfield catches MJ, and then mm. you get, you just get like a look at his face, like that was like, ooh, that was tough. That was sad. Um, you know him telling everybody goodbye was very sad but then i thought maybe the saddest part or one of the saddest parts was at the end when he's at uh aunt may's grave and and happy comes up because because yeah. I, I and i watched far from home pretty recently and i really one of the things that kind of came away with me from the the time that i watched far from home more recently was like the the happy and peter parker r relationship really kind of grew and and bonded in that movie um and they both obviously loved Aunt May, so that was just kind of an extra sad moment that they, like, were there to comfort each other, but didn't, you know, Happy didn't know who he was really talking to, which kind of made it... It was tough. It was sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, it was, uh, it was nice, I guess, uh, seeing... You said the Andrew Garfield catching MJ, but mm -hmm. I just... I thought it was a little funny that, you know, he caught her, but he didn't even catch MJ. Or, I mean, he didn't even catch Gwen. He caught MJ. So it's like, did you really fulfill what you wanted to fulfill? You caught the wrong girl. 
Well, it was also, kind of a re- it was a redemption thing. No, I know, I know. I was just teasing. But I, I, as nice as it was to see that, and I know it probably won't actually happen. I would have part. I don't want to say this is a complaint, but part of it, I kind of feel like I didn't want to see that in this movie because I would have rather him wrap up his story in his own movie because I still think him, especially not so much Toby, but was screwed out of some movies that could have happened. And I just would have liked to see it in his own movie. You know, it was great seeing it here, but I just, I want more Andrew. I want more Toby. I want more. Did they it would have been of... nice for them to to wrap up their own stories in their own movies and kept this one a little bit more Tom. Obviously, this is plenty Tom. Very plenty Tom, but... Eh. They kind of alluded to uh, Andrew Garfield having more. like, st- Well, obviously, because it's not them. Both of them. Both of them. They talked yeah, about their, yeah. their lives past, you know, three and two. Because so. there was a part where Andrew Garfield, when they were giving him kind of that pep talk, he was talking about how you know he's like i don't pull my punch you know there yeah, uh, came a time aggressive. where i didn't pull my punches anymore yeah and and that you know that kind of did allude to and you know he mentions and fighting rhino and yeah he talked about fighting rhino which obviously we we knew happened based off the end of that movie but like both with him and toby i'm curious like at which point in their lives were they pulled into this universe because obviously yeah. everything had already happened like villain wise right. in their universes right so like how old was you know what what happened i just i want to know what happened and i think showing that they were able to get these actual characters in this movie you know it's a stretch but they we could see them again i don't know how but i would i would love to for them to get one more movie each i don't know it'd be a be it'd be what i really want i guess yeah i i don't i don't know i think i was fine with them I, I really enjoyed them showing up, but I don't know if I need. Oh, I need. I don't know if I need more from I them. Like they, I, they had their I their do. things. They got their I, I do. callbacks. I thought. I do. I was. I was. I do. Shut up. I really liked oh, Garf. I really liked Garfield in this one, though. He was. Yeah, I liked Garfield. I think I honestly maybe liked Garfield more than I did Toby in this one. I, I definitely uh, did. He pop. Like he was funny. And he, I. I'm Garfield's still mad that he always got funny. He's he always eating the lasagna. Yeah. Eating the Mondays. Stop. He should have gotten more movies. He should have gotten more movies, damn it. Right? Bill Murray is a great Garfield, so he needs more movies. Not forever. Garfield's normal now. <laughs> um, Thank you, Chris Pratt. You're welcome. So, yeah, I don't know. I that's That's kind of, I think probably everything from there that i that i would have wanted to talk about was there anything else yeah nothing on um, my plate that i can think of i was cu- credit stuff i was curious about oh, what, what wong well, was doing and was there anything you know where this lines oh, up like with with say shang chi um i mean the i remember everyone was like man dr strange is acting weird he's probably mephisto yeah. He's not acting weird because he's Mephisto. He's acting weird because he's being petty about not being the Sorcerer Supreme on a technicality. Didn't you theorize that he was Mephisto? You've definitely talked about Mephisto a lot. I feel like you were one of the people who said that. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say that Strange was Mephisto, um, but I've, I've talked to Mephisto for a lot of other theories with like, especially WandaVision. That was the prominent one. Uh, but for this one, I brought it up as like, yeah, people were saying that. Um, and it's based on a comic where Peter goes to Doctor Strange, and then when Strange doesn't help him out, he goes to Mephisto. 
um, who erases everyone's memory in exchange for uh, his marriage with Mary Jane or something. It's a it's a bad comic apparently, but uh, so a lot of people were hooking on to that as like their set in so set in stone theory. And now I don't see anyone talking about it anymore because I think they're all ashamed of the fact that they even posited that theory in, yeah. in general. Yeah. But yeah, there, I... there was always a bunch of that's not the real strange theories. And I, I liked that it, but you're, I mean, you're right. He's just like, nah, I'm not the Sorcerer Supreme anymore. Um, you know, he wants to help Peter out. There's a part at the end. Oh, it's another sad part where, you know, he's like, hey, if we do this, everybody that that you know and love will forget you right there's a part where he's like everybody's gonna you know all the people who love you he says we will forget you and it's like oh he loves spider man mm -hmm. right because he said we will forget you and and you know so i don't know i think he wanted to help him out and also he you know he is kind of a he's a bit of a cocky prick you know so yeah but i would just want to raise a question or I don't know. Maybe it's a question, but like, and this, this will maybe sort of transition into the end credit scene a little bit. So like with Dr. Strange's, uh, forget everybody or make I, everybody forget I was Peter Parker. Yep. What exactly is that doing? Because like, clearly he was Peter Parker as Spider-Man for some time. There was, it was like, this isn't erasing time, right? Like theoretically right. there was no. documented footage. These things still so, like, happen. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I mean, theoretically, I somebody would figure out Peter Parker Spider-Man, right? Well, yeah. Because there was, there was like, media um, coverage. You, you know for sure there's YouTube well, videos. There, and... Does the, he erase the... Peter Parker from existence? Like, essentially. It, yeah. Like, he was never... Because he says it's like you were never born. Yeah. It, it's kind of like the... I don't know. So that, that is Harry. editing time, though. and yeah. Kind of. I, it's maybe. it's like the if you ever seen Harry Potter, there's an obliviate spell that Hermione performs Harry on her parents to make them forget about her, and it literally erases her from like photographs, uh, picture books, and videos and stuff like that. So I'm assuming this is the same way where in the video any mention of the name Peter Parker is just like somehow wiped. Yeah. Um, also, it just it opens up a lot of plot holes because. A, the spell to begin with was uh, everyone who knows that I'm Peter Parker should forget, except for the people who already knew, and Electro comes over, even though Electro never actually figured it out. That's that's a plot hole, but at the same time, it's like, eh, it's well, whatever. Possible. And for, for how I was going to say transition, why was Venom there? See, that the thing about Venom, let there be carnage, in the credits, Venom mentions... There are 80 billion years of a hive mind yeah. uh, that span across multiple universes, which might include a universe where Venom knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So it drew Venom over, and it just happened because that, Venom is with Eddie that, Brock. See, that, that bugs me, because that is, at most, a very big stretch. And in my opinion, because I am a big Spider-Man 3 fan, I would have <laughs> rather, at that point, just give that venom because you got oh, Sandman from that blows, movie, dude. That venom's awesome in my opinion, and I'm just here's, saying specifically here's, here's because he was in the same movie. He was in the same movie as Sandman. It's more makes more sense than that venom. I don't hate that venom. 
It just makes more sense. A lot of people were saying, why not that Venom? And why not James Franco? Since they remembered. James and Franco the reason is why is because James, oh, yeah, yeah, James, James Franco's Franco a is a predator. Yeah, and I, I, well, obviously that makes sense. Yeah. Topher Grace is, I guess, really hard to work with. And people I've heard that as well. I, and I'm not actors to. aside. I'm just saying <laughs> for the story, I would have loved and would have rather that. It's personally. that's also another thing is that Venom was kind of sort of universally panned and has been panned by a lot of people. And people like it. the new Venom a lot more just kind of in mass i don't like the venom's voice i don't like that he has a weird i can't legit in both movies i know i know but i legit like the way they make his voice sound i legit cannot hear what he's saying a lot of the time Uh, that's because he's got such a deep voice and yeah i don't know it's just it's hard to tell legit what he's saying sometimes i will destroy you batman i will punch your face also with that in credit scene I don't. I can't buy for even a minute that that spell would erase everything except for that tiny blip of sludge. That doesn't even make that, sense. That that's the part that actually does. That does feel like a reach to me. Is that that yeah, one that's... blip got left behind? It would make sense. Like I, I think it would have made more sense if, like Venom, like as they were disappearing, he reached out and like struck that guy who was behind the bar and infected him with like a little piece what if uh, Yo, i'm just thinking what all if of it that was been. what if that was a symbiote that was uh, you know and i'm pulling stuff out of my ass already here. there what if it was already there and it was coming to like it could sense venom and was coming to him mm, again eh. ass pull um i liked that venom and credit scene because everybody was yeah. like, oh, oh shit, oh shit. But Venom, I also how are they how say, are they gonna make Venom work in this universe? And then they're like, we're not. Peace. Yeah, I want them to be separate. <laughs> I'm glad that they're gonna hopefully stay separate. I like the idea of him no. kind of having his own universe. It's cool. Yeah, it, it poses questions about Morbius, which will be interesting. Um, yeah, and then yeah. and then the the second in credit scene was basically just multiverse of madness trailer, um, which looked cool. I would like to go back and watch it again most curious about is that the strange supreme from what if showing up i I feel like probably you know that feels like the most obvious connection but uh you know it's multiverse so who who the hell knows yeah yeah at one point did it look like and and this is kind all kind of fresh and it was all very quick at one point it looked like strange summons and like shoots out doc ock tentacles yeah i saw that too yeah. it looked very and then it looked like a little starro too <laughs> like right yeah, after that yeah it, it, it yeah, kind of looked like it kind of looked like the beholder from uh dungeons and dragons it kind of had like an eye in the middle yeah there there's a name for this character uh they're using a design from the doctor strange comics uh, it's this tentacle monster with one eye but They've given it a different name. It's like a sea monster in this movie, I guess, which is still in the Doctor Strange comics, and it still has like a similar design, but it's a little more goopy. Um, But they they're just going with the scary one for now. Um, Yeah. Well, I think that kind of sums up that bit, and we can transition into uh, rankings. I figure we can just go uh, eleven to to one. Um, we are including all Tobey Maguire's, all, 
um, Andrew Garfield. We're including Pretty much anything that could have been in this movie. <laughs> yes, we're including both Venoms uh, and then all of the Tom Hollands. Um, so that was kind of our plan. Uh, do you, either of you guys want to go first? You know, start start with eleven, start with and then the we'll... worst or our least favorite. Start, yeah, start with your least favorite, and then work your way up. Does anybody want to go first? You want me to go first? How we want to play? I, this? I can go first unless oh, anybody and... just wants to. Yeah, I'd say let Zach go first. Go we'll it. go in the same order that we did for like our thoughts on No Way Home. Fair enough. Um, well, I I think I've probably made my feelings on this clear before and I, I feel like i'm not alone in the world um, and i won't spend too long uh on on these just for the sake of time uh my last place in the in the spider-man universe is spider-man 3 with uh Oof. the the toby mcguire spider-man 3 um without again without going into tremendous amounts of detail um i do think it has well it's got the it's got the the, the that absolutely cringe dance scene uh, you know the, the 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 edgy Peter when he's telling that poor landlady Ursula girl to bring him some milk and cookies is like super cringe and I think the venom <laughs> I think the venom sucks. Um, Love Love I them. think the Harry Osborn amnesia Green awesome. Goblin sucks. Awesome. Um, you know I I just think there was too many villains in there. Or well, okay, obviously there's yeah, you more can't say that there. anymore. <laughs> there, there too are many poorly handled. There are three villains in here, and two of them are bad, and one of them's okay. Um, so I think the black suit looks cool as hell, um, but that's probably the, the biggest plus that I have on that. So that's my last place. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, well, you put my favorite at uh, the bottom oh, of the list. I'll probably put Christ. yours. I'm going Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is my least favorite. Oh my god. Wow. Like if we were a popular podcast, um people people would honestly like probably unsubscribe, like listening. And that's fine to each his own. I'm not gonna shit on your guys' opinions. It's just my opinion. Uh and I'm not saying I hate the movie. I've seen I mean it's the only one that's won an Oscar. Okay. So far. But yeah, no, I I don't know. It just it didn't resonate with me. It, it fell short for me. I, I didn't like the comedically oversized kingpin. It bothered me. Uh, <laughs> I think the only thing I really appreciated the most is I liked the female Doc Ock. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but I don't know. Just you know, it, I don't know. I I really don't have a reason other than that. I just it it didn't hype up with me the way it did with everybody else. I'm not trying to say I hate the movie. It's just not one I care for. Not one I'll probably even go out of my way to watch again. I'll probably see the second one when it comes out, but I'm not going to bother rewatching the first. It's it's just okay to me. It's just okay. That's tough. That would be uh, you, Bailey. That is you, Bailey. Yeah. Transition. Uh, I have the I have the correct choice for the bottom of the list, and that is Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh <laughs> it's just messy, messy, messy. There are like a few good things. The opening shot of Spider-Man falling into the city, perfect. That's a great way to start any Spider-Man movie. Him running around and being Spider-Man in the city in a quick montage, great stuff. Uh, him and Gwen Stacy, fun chemistry. Don't know if it's like written well because it just seems to be like, oh, we're breaking up. Now we're back together. Now we're breaking up. Now we're back together. I'm like, this is a lot for one movie. Uh, and then everything else happens. Uh, Dane DeHaan 
as the Green Goblin is Rex Raptor. Not, not great. Not great. I'm sorry. That, That's Weevil. That it's Weevil. Man oh, overpowered that. two security guards to get to <laughs> to get to Electro. And already Electro's like his whole motivation is Spider-Man forgot my name on my birthday, so now I'm gonna destroy the city. It's like, okay. I don't know. The whole movie is a mess, so it's bottom of my list. I love it. Uh that brings me to my number 10, uh, which was Bailey's number 11, Amazing Spider-Man. Do. Um, As they're so rude. I, I would say, I don't know if I think it's inherently bad. Like, like I think Spider-Man 3 is bad. Like, Gosh, you guys th- are crazy. This one, I think, I think it's forgettable. forgettable. Like, I, we had this conversation last week. I forgot that Green Goblin was in it. Yep. Like, like I had seen the movie and I forgot that he was an integral character in there, and he's very forgettable. Um, he's a he looks weird. Like it's a terrible looking Green Goblin. It's strange. I'll give he's you got that. like slicked back, gelled hair. Like it, 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 and he comes off more as like a cringy Joker on a glider. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. The Jamie Fox Electro, like I did like. I thought he was kind of like. Him. I thought he's kind of like sad fanboy who wants Spider-Man to like. Now the motives are obviously a little whack, but <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I love I love. You don't remember also, my name on my birthday? What I, the I, I went back and I went back and rewatched the Amazing Spider-Mans because those are the ones that I had probably seen the least. And weird music choices in those movies. You can There's... blame uh, John Legend for that, I believe. Okay, because they they played that. I know you the gone 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 like that Philip Phillips song. Yes. While he's like yeah. doing a, a an I'm sad research montage and I'm just yep. like I don't understand but I, I'll leave it I'll leave it there, you know. Um and I will do it for you. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a bad Ugh. choice. That was, that was tough. Um so that's that's my 10. Nice, nice. Um for me uh Following my Spider-Verse pick, I would go Venom 1, the first Venom. Uh, I said this, I think, before. uh, I wasn't really too excited about the movie, but when it came out, you know, it wasn't the best movie, but it it was better than I thought it would be. I've I've watched it since. uh, I've rewatched it once since. I've seen it twice now. And then, of course, there's uh, the second Venom and everything. But I don't know. I I thought it was a decent movie. We talked about the goopy sludge fights. That's, you know... A little hard to look at, I suppose, but decent, decent movie. So, yeah, Venom 1. Cool. So, uh, my number 10 is Amazing Spider-Man. All right, Zach, it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just, it's, it's, this one is my most forgettable. I just, I don't remember anything about it. I remember I enjoyed Andrew's performance. I enjoyed the Gwen Stacy relationship. Stanley cameo is great, but beyond yeah. that, there's not much. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, then. Yeah. You're shocking me, Bailey. No, I'm not shocking a lot Shock. of people. Sure. I, try, I tried to predict the order that yours would go in. Oh, jeez, okay. And I was... I've been wrong so far. <laughs> um, I figured we would have similar... 
I mean, we're we're fairly similar. Let's so just say I will probably win the poll. Yeah, because you're gonna buy votes. Eh, probably uh, not. Uh, okay, so yeah, Bailey has uh, Amazing Spider-Man as ten. Caleb had his uh, Venom as ten. Uh, I will then go to my number nine. Uh, yeah, and my number nine is uh, Venom, the the first Venom movie. Uh, very similar feelings oh. in that in that to Caleb. You know, it's fine. Um, I will I will try in too because that is also my number nine. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Go Goofy on. Sludge fight's not great. Um, nope. You know, it, it, it's kind of funny. Um, it is a little. It is a little forgettable. I. <laughs> it, you know, obviously, I'm sure you can guess based off my 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 list. I would. Pro- I'll probably if I'm going to rewatch one of them, it would be the second one. So. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I, I'm curious if they, the it, if they'll do more with it, and I'm sure they will. So. Yeah, Tom Hardy, Eddie Brock, and the Venom relationship is also. Like the only really good thing about this movie in general, um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. We've summed up Venom and just yeah, all of my, its bland. My biggest complaint glory. about Venom, and it's a mild complaint, is just mm. like like I said. Sometimes I legit can't tell what Venom <laughs> is saying. I don't know why. I like have to like rewind. I'm like, what did he say? I I don't know. Other than that, fine. Um, oh. But for me, my number is it nine, right? Yeah, yeah. Number nine. Okay. My number nine is the Amazing Spider-Man one. Uh, mm-hmm. Love the movie. Love the movie. I'm not going to criticize these movies probably as much as you guys will. Like you guys, Zach, you dug into Spider-Man three. It's fine. It's yeah. whatever. Uh, I really liked. Uh, I really liked Andrew Garfield. I know he's probably people's maybe least favorite Spider-Man, uh, but I, I still liked him. I, I can understand the edgy skater thing. Maybe not being so cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a little cringe. And you said the music choice and maybe two or was it? I don't know. It was both, both questionable, really but uh, I, I like the lizard venom. I liked the way he looked. And also, I, I don't know if you guys thought it. I thought the lizard looked really, really great in Amazing Spider-Man. And he looked good in this movie, but he just wasn't as good. I don't know what it was. He just didn't look as crisp and clean, maybe. Did, did anybody else think he just didn't quite look as good as he did in Amazing Spider-Man? See, no. I had written on my notes for Amazing Spider-Man that I did not like how Lizard looked. In mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man? or Yeah, in Amazing oh. Spider-Man. Well, yeah. I, I, I like the way he looked, and I, I'm just talking, like, detail-wise. I think he looked yeah. the same, but I just he looked, like, not as detailed in this new movie for some it reason. Was, it was cartoony, but, you know... I think I a almost... lot of it was, you know, big... big but They had a lot of villains going in there. He yeah. wasn't the prime focus, but... Yeah, I know, Amazing Spider-Man 1. Decent movie in my opinion, and yeah. Cool. Uh, oh, per- yeah, loop around yeah. it. Perfect transition. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1 is my uh, number 8 there. Hmm. Um, I do I do feel uh, you know, kind of like Bailey said, it was is kind of forgettable. Um, I thought, you know, Gwen uh, in those movies was good. I f- she had, you know, agency, which was nice. She wasn't as damselly helpless as i remember mj being in the the toby mcguire movies um uh there's a part where he like slam dunks a basketball in slow motion that kind of made me chuckle um oh I think, hold on let me I talk about spider- that scene really quick because that scene has always pissed me off i'm sorry 
Spider-Man is standing up for a girl who went into the basketball court to paint some big banner while they were holding basketball practice? What the fuck did she think was going to happen if the ball ran over and knocked over her paint? Are you kidding yeah. me? Who's yeah. who's the like bad guy in that situation? It's her for being an idiot. The guys are just playing basketball. The ball's going to leave the court at some point and you knew the risk. Yeah, God. she doesn't have she doesn't have much of a leg to stand on there. Um no. it's it's fine. Uh, I think I, I do think it's, you know, it is a really good Stan Lee cameo. I like to fight at the school and stuff like that. Um but it's fine. That's my eight. Me? Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, Caleb, you need to work on your transition. Spider-Man 1. Bailey of Norm to talk. Uh, Spider-Man <laughs> 1. I love Spider-Man 1. Obviously, Green Goblin is the GOAT. He was the GOAT of this movie, and he was the GOAT of Spider-Man 1. And he was the only villain in Spider-Man 1. But, uh, I don't know. You know, obviously, it's the oldest Spider-Man movie for the for the, these Spider-Man movies right now. So, it's, I suppose, a little dated, a little, little old. Uh, but that doesn't really bother me because I grew up on it. Uh, it just looks exactly the same uh, to me, but I, I don't know. It was a good movie. I wouldn't say it's the best Spider-Man movie, but Green Goblin. I I love the suit, and also I want to point point that out is it was criminal in my opinion how little we saw that OG green suit in this movie. He broke the helmet so fast. Yeah, but I, I like the I don't get me wrong. I love the way he had like that little like destroyed robe over his outfit. I, I thought he looked great in this movie, but yeah, it was cool. I wanted to see more of that helmet. I don't know. I, I always loved the helmet growing up. So, but yeah, Spider-Man one. All right. My number eight is Let There Be Carnage. Uh, kind of similar to Venom. Uh, Eddie Brock and Venom themselves are great. I actually really didn't like Cletus Cassidy in this. Um, he was entertaining in a campy way, but I just didn't care after he gets out of jail. I was like, I... I just don't care about what you want or what you're doing because I know that they're not going to allow you to live past this point. So I just, I don't know. The stakes were gone. So uh, the only other good thing about it is that after credit scene, which, you know, paid off with No Way Home. So now it's kind of like, I just don't feel like this movie has a point anymore. Like, knowing the after credit scene of No Way Home and then just connecting it to Let There Be Carnage. I'm just like, eh, could do without it. So, it it just exists. It belongs at number eight. It deserves that slot. It's entertaining, but it's like that let's get drunk and make fun of it kind of way. Yeah, it definitely, like, it feels very self-aware. Yeah. Uh, that circles then to me, moi, uh, at my number seven, where I have Spider-Man Uno, the first Spider-Man, uh, Tobey Maguire. Uh, I agree. Green Goblin's great. Um, you know, it's an iconic look. It's way better looking than the Amazing Spider-Man 2 Green Goblin. It is a bit of a bummer that he that he smashes that helmet, but I... Um, I like this one. This one's good. It, you know, it, it it's kind of like it kind of set the bar for superhero movies to come. Like it, it kind of holds a special place, you know, because there had obviously been superhero movies before that. Um, but this one really kind of, you know, had a, had a little bit of a grit to it. You know, um, I thought it was weird. You know, at first, uh, you know, he has the 
webs coming out of his wrists, but then they make a lot of fun. They, you know, they, they, they do a lot of fun references to that in, in no way how much I thought was neat, but, um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man's fun. I still, I still can't possibly understand how he falls for the bit where Green Goblin's like dressed up as an old lady. Um, you know, he's got like the shawl and he like it goes up to him in the burning building and it's like, ha, ah, nope. Yeah. You know, but um, that's my seven Spider-Man. Also, I, I, I don't remember everything. I've still only seen the movie once, but in this new movie, like I can't, I'm sure there was at least one, probably more than one, but I legit cannot think of a single line between Tobey Maguire and Green Goblin in that movie. I felt like they did not interact enough in that movie for being in No Way Home. Yeah. Like, I feel like there should have been more yeah. Toby on. I, I understand him being the focus for Tom and everything, but like there, there I saw interactions with Electro it and is, Andrew, but I think Tom and way, or, uh, Toby and Green Goblin is just like, I'm, we're both here, but we won't really talk to each other. I, I think the weight of Toby and Goblin's relationship is most present in that moment where Toby saves him from his own glider. It's another dead. like redemption moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like, I, it, for sure words didn't need to be spoken and i i was fine with it the way it was but i totally understand like people Mm -hmm. would probably be like i want to see them interact but him interacting with doc ock i think felt a little more natural because he never really knew norman osborne other than norman was his best friend's dad whereas doc ock was like actually a friend and an associate so it makes a little more sense there but yeah, I just I wish there would have been a little bit, a little bit more of that in there. But, yeah, I get that. Totally. Um, next up on my list is Venom Two V Two. Let there be a uh, carnage. Um, the transition. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I really like. You know, I, I could. You know, it's, I'm so so on on the Venom. It, it at least looks like they're not going to tie him too much into the MCU. Just this little bit that we saw with the end credit. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of it being separate. I liked this one more than the other one. I liked seeing, what was her name? Shriek and everything in there. Like, I don't know anything about her, but just, I liked the world building that they were doing with this universe. And then they're like, well, now we're going to tie it in with the MCU a little bit, but I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I liked this one. I liked Cletus Cassidy. Uh, I'm a big villain guy. Obviously I've said a thousand times, but it doesn't take much to impress me with the villain. I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a simple man. I, I want coolness and I thought he was pretty cool. I don't know. I like the, Little Bonnie and Clyde thing they had going on there. It's nice. Cool. Uh, so my number seven is Spider-Man three. Uh, still very entertaining. I love this one, but it's just not as good as the ones that came before it. Uh, again, it's a lot of bloating issues. Um, a lot of like lack of focus. Um, tone is just. God, it's it's all over the place. It's kind of a mess. And I just kind of wish that the studio didn't interfere and force Venom into it. Because this uh. would have been a great story with, like, Sandman and then the relationship between Peter and uh, Harry. But they were like, you know what? We need to throw in Eddie Brock just because. And it, it was a lot. Um, I won't say much more um, outside of I actually am a big fan of the dancing scene. Because it is so cringe. It is so stupid. I just, I've looped around the hate train and arrived back at the station and I just love it. See, yeah. And yeah, I I kind of agree with you there. Like, yes, Zach, it is super, super cringy. Um, 
uh, however, so for me, you know, growing up, I watched that and probably didn't even bat an eye at that scene. I didn't understand that that was cringy or stupid back when I first watched it. And then I didn't realize it was cringe until it became a meme. So now it's a meme and I love it and appreciate it. And that's why I don't see that scene and be like, oh, this is a bad movie. I'm like, this is a dumb scene, but it's amazing. Spider-Man. I don't think that's like the one thing that makes it a bad movie. No, that's it's just, not. But that's that's, that's the that's the main thing people point to. You gotta, I was about you to say people there. dog on that a little too much. And I'm like, the whole the whole Raimi trilogy is goofy like that. And it has those moments. It's just that one was so out of left field that I think people were thrown off by it. But when you really watch them all together, it it's not that shocking to see a scene like that happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that again, uh, you know, whatever. Spider-Man 3. I thought, I, Bailey, when I was predicting, I, I you had that a lot higher than I thought you would because I had that as your, uh, as your last place one there. Um, so... Wow. It's a bit of a bit of a surprise for me, um, but my then six, right? You guys have already done your sevens. My six yep. uh, is Venom. Let there be carnage. So I think I have Venom two rated the highest out of anybody here, uh, but not by a whole lot. It's kind of cool. I'm making this chart, and like, there's a lot of them where we each have it one step higher. Like, I was noticing yep. that. I was like, ba- yeah, yeah, I was like, we all have, like, we've already put like Amazing Spider-Man, Venom, yeah. and Let There Be Carnage like in the same area. <laughs> um, but 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 kind of like a lot like what uh, kind of a combo of what you guys are saying. I thought I I love that it's kind of just like a gay relationship between Venom and Eddie Brock. Um, you know, it's it's basically they break up and then they get back together and they have to reconcile. And and like you were saying, or like I said when Bailey was talking earlier, it's very self aware. Like I think it knew that it was kind of dicking around a lot of times. Like and and there's sometimes where where a movie kind of messes around and it's like this is kind of dumb. But they did it kind of in a in a tongue in cheek way where they're like they're trying to be funny with it. They're not trying to take this too seriously. Uh, and I I really liked that dynamic. Um, you know, it, it left more of an impact on me with, than the first one, obviously having it higher up on the the list here, the, the stinger's cool and it pays off. Um, (laughs) I like Vidim at the, the big underground pride concert rally thing where he says he's, he's coming out of the, the Eddie Brock closet. He's leaving the Eddie Brock closet and I don't know. I I like Cletus Cassidy too. (laughs) They, I, a sorry, let me let me point something out with that. Venom, the the symbiote that is weak to sound, goes to an enclosed space that is blasted with sound yeah. and a feedback microphone drop, and yes. he just leaves completely. Un- I love how just nonsensical that movie yeah. is within its, its own it's, context. It's certainly <laughs> curious. And and the person that's doing the concert is named Little Sims, and she's really yeah. Good really good uh rapper. i think her song was trending on tiktok for a, a minute there i wouldn't know but um but i do like i do like little sims i did like that movie i like that they <laughs> they dubbed um oh now i'm gonna forget oh i'm forgetting his name on, you forgot yeah uh, they, dub, they dub his voice over the little kid cletus cassidy the actor's name fuck what you oh Woody Harrelson, thank you. Oh. At, the, at the beginning, yeah, that was bad. Uh, at the beginning, when it's the two kids talking in prison, they just, like, dub Woody Harrelson's voice in for the little kid. It's, like, not actually the kid uh, talking. I don't remember that. And it's oh. just, like, 
it's like this voice doesn't match this body and i'm kind of i kind of love it so it's kind of <laughs> like the freddie prince jr reprising his kane and jarus role in the first episode <laughs> of the bad batch except yeah. his voice is even deeper now that he's a younger child he's is like this paddle oh, 45 like <laughs> yeah that's good yeah that's good so that's that's venom 2 for me at number six. Oh yeah oh, yeah big big decent venom fan we got we we we, we love venom a little superior bit. venom yeah, yeah no you almost got me there no uh <laughs> spider-man 2 though would be next on my list uh jesus okay yeah no i i love spider-man 2 uh i would normally put it a little bit higher but specifically for one reason zach you maybe know what i'm talking about do you remember when we went to like one of Kate's swim meets and that really annoying kid kept wanting us to watch Spider-Man 2 on her portable DVD player? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Because like we had we had already watched it like twice that day and this really <laughs> annoying kid just kept coming up to us and asking us to watch Spider-Man 2 on our DVD player. And we're like, just no, like stand over our shoulders. Yeah, we're like, go yeah. away, kid. And so I don't know, just a, a bad, weird memory. I don't hate the movie because of that, but like it was, I think probably... Of the three, it was probably the one I watched the most growing up because it just, I don't know, we had that DVD for so long. And I remember, you remember Kate's friend who lost our copy of the original Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we didn't have Spider-Man 1 for the longest time. We just had Spider-Man 2. Special place all in I watched. It, Right, right. So it was it, it was it was a good movie, but I, I think that's pretty much like smack dab in the middle of my list. Uh, but yeah, I like the movie. I love Doc Ock. We love Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Good, good movie. Good movie, though. Right. All right. My number six is the first Tom Holland film uh, that I think anyone's mentioned, and that's going to be Far From Home. Yeah, I don't know. Just something wait, wait, about you this... said that's the first, the, the first, first one that anyone's mentioned. Tom Holland. Oh, oh, I was like, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, on, on this list that we're making, gotcha. uh, Far From Home. I just. I enjoy it for what it is. I enjoy it for its place in the MCU. I enjoy it for what it sets up with No Way Home. Um, I just, I don't know, the Nick Fury being a scroll the whole time thing kind of rubs me the wrong way. Uh, this, this film, <laughs> um, this film just, it tries to do the whole thing where it distances, distances Tom's uh, Spider-Man from Iron Man. And after seeing No Way Home, I just think it kind of fumbles in that regard. Because there's more Iron Man in this movie than I really wanted. It's, he's just always present. And like he's still essential to the plot with the whole Edith glasses and his drones. And it makes for a cool villain with Mysterio and a lot of good stuff with him. Um, but it just it still is so tied down to Tony Stark. And that's one of the biggest complaints about Tom Holland that I have had and that a lot of people have had is just he is really connected to Stark and we all kind of wanted the distance. And No Way Home does a better job of just getting Tony Stark out of the way. Um, so yeah, just in hindsight, after watching the newest movie, it's bumped down on my list just a little bit because of that. Um but yeah, no, it's still good. It's still solid. It still has a great villain, great setups. Uh, Tom Holland still knocks it out of the park as Spider-Man. Um, comes into his own, especially at the end, which I absolutely adore. Um, and then the relationship with MJ really takes off here, and I appreciate it quite a bit. So yeah, uh, that's my number six. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, I will say before I do my five, I, I think I said at the top here, um, or before we started, my five was, was pretty fluid. Um, and honestly, there's probably a good bit of recency bias, but this is my five in, in the moment here. Uh, and my number five is Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is my numero cinco here, number five. Uh, Doc Ock's iconic. The the train fight scene is is wild, right? When yeah. when he's got to hold back the the train, like just with the cables, with the with the uh, with the webs there, just like it's insane. You know, it, it's a it's a hell of a lot of fun. I like none of the nothing in the top five. Like I can really complain about like um, in, in my top five. It's it's pretty top shelf. Um, and, and you know maybe if you ask me tomorrow it moves up, but um, for today that that's my five. Heck yeah, cool. heck yeah, yeah. The top five for me too is kind of those ones that are fairly set in stone for me. Uh, but obviously, I have only seen this new movie once, so that could definitely change. But for right now, uh, mine is Homecoming. That would be my next one. Uh, Homecoming, Spider-Man, Homecoming, featuring the Vulture. Uh, yeah, no, I I uh, I like the Vulture. He you know he's not my, he's definitely not my favorite, but I I thought Michael Keaton did a pretty damn good job as the Vulture, and looks like we're maybe going to be seeing him in Morbius somehow to a degree. So that'll be interesting to to see him again. Uh, you, you, yeah, sorry, wait, I just I was looking at my list and I was just like, oh wait, you put your number five is Homecoming, right? Yeah, that's mine. Oh okay, well there yeah. we go. We got two Homecomings. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, I I thought I thought it was a it was a decent movie. I, I personally liked uh, Far From Home a little bit more, and I'll get into that later. But uh, I don't know. I, I liked. I uh, I know this isn't Far From Home we're talking about, uh, but the 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 Iron Man stuff that they had sprinkled throughout uh, the first two Tom Holland movies, I liked it. And uh, I know this isn't Far From Home, but I, I liked. I know you said you didn't really care for for that, and you liked how uh, No Way Home kind of erased the the Tony Stark talk. But I liked that. I liked the transition that they had from. Him being there, dealing with him dead, and now he's gone. I thought I thought they did that pretty good, but yeah, homecoming. Yeah, and and I I like that you said that, Caleb. That's a pretty perfect uh, transition to to my number four, which is uh, far from home. Um, I think that one probably climbed up my list uh, upon my my rewatch, and I totally agree with you. I liked the 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 Tony Stark stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and people say. You know, oh, Tony Stark's got too much of a presence. You know, this Spider-Man doesn't really do anything by himself. But also, like, he's like a kid, right? He's like 16 years old yeah, or whatever. Baby. Uh, and I thought it was, a, you know, rewatching it, it's like, it does a really good job of, like, showing the loss of Tony and him taking on all these new responsibilities, right? He's an Avenger, but he's also still 16 years old, right? Little baby. And, and, yeah, and so he's got so much on his plate, and and you can see like I, this is why one of the reasons why I think he's the best Spider-Man. Like he does such a good job of like because I mean that's what that's you know and it's, you don't always remember what you're like when you're 16, but like you want to be treated like an adult, but also yeah. at the same time you you want to be a kid. Like yeah. so so I think he does a, a a really good job with that. I I like how they're kind of like making him the the new Tony like. I, there's the part where he puts on the glasses and he like, he looks like Tony Stark, you know, kind of, you know, minus the goatee. Um, and I also really liked, and, and this, I think is, you know, I think 
No Way Home helps pull this up, and I think Far From Home boosted it up as well. But there's there's a part um, at the towards the end where um, you really get to see like the Happy and um, Peter relationship kind of bloom, right? And it's mm-hmm. almost like Peter is the new Tony, right? Like Happy lost his best friend. But then there's that part where they're on the plane and Peter's doing the whole Tony thing where he's swiping things around and building suits and and Happy just kind of, he puts on ACDC and just kind of like looks over there and smiles. And it's just like, I really liked the the, the building that they did there. Uh, Mysterio is good, right? Uh, Jake Love Gyllenhaal. Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal grooming and, and gaslighting someone uh, a lot younger than him is very on brand. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get some get some props there from the Swifty fans listening to this podcast um, for the Jake Gyllenhaal slander. Um, but no, I, I really, I really like far from home. I think it did climb up my list. Uh, I think originally I probably had it at five or six, but after rewatching it, I slid her on up there. Right. Um, little question about that, that uh, far from home movie. So obviously in there, Mysterio, I just have a question. If you guys know the answer to it, uh, they have like that little scene where Mysterio is explaining like kind of everybody's backstory and how a lot of his team was in small roles in previous movies. Right. Mm. Uh, But if you go back and watch any of those movies, like, can you, are there, is there ever a point in any of those where Jake Gyllenhaal is actually in the background? No, is that all just pre? I I literally did that for civil war. The one that he said he was like in, and I was like looking in the background. He's, he's literally not standing where he stands. It's just kind of one of those like last minute edition things. Yeah, for the, how cool would uh-huh, that have been though you. if he actually was like the whole yeah. time? That would have been like a pretty good seed that they planted. Uh, did you? I don't know. We kind of sped over it, but did you need to say anything about Homecoming, Bailey? Oh no! Yeah, I mean, like you kind of covered everything, and okay. just kind of like you know, I like Tom Holland. That's Tom Holland and Ned, and the introduction to all these characters. It worked really like well Ned. for me. For and Vulture. That's great. That's great. Vulture automatically like makes the film better than Far From Home for me. Yeah, I I liked Vulture a lot too. Yeah. Um. And okay, hold up though. <laughs> well, okay, no, no. In in that movie though, is is that not who they're kind of referencing as as Electro in that movie with the electric fist, or is that are they referencing? A no, character? no, that's Shocker. That's Shocker. Shocker. Okay, I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, so we already had this MCU's Electro. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Um, okay, so I guess for me, uh, four, right? Yep, number okay. four, amazing Spider Man 2. I I know that was a little bit lower for you guys, but I really liked it. I know you so it know was you dead last was, for Bailey, yeah. Dead I know you said me, yeah. it was a mess or whatever, and maybe some cringy music choice. And I'm not saying he's the best Peter Parker, but I don't hate him. Uh, but I liked Electro. I think Zach, you said you really liked Electro. I would have been okay either way if they kept him his design the same i like that they made him human gave him a different look but i liked the blue thing he had going on there uh and obviously i really like this movie for what it could have set up what it was trying to set up but it got uh canned unfortunately and i'll give you green goblin in there maybe not the best looking green goblin a little cringy uh but i don't know i i liked the movie you know rip uh rip gwen i guess so yeah <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. My number four is Spider-Man. Just the first one. It's just classic. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson alone, J.K. Simmons' performance, just carries that whole movie, which is 
why I mentioned earlier, I think I was like a little disappointed that he wasn't more involved in No Way Home. I was kind of hoping for more, but it's whatever. He carries these movies. He is the star for me. Um, they all do a great job. Uh, I would say like the only downside is Toby's Peter. Well, no, not sorry. Not Toby's Peter. Peter's Spider-Man. Because I like Andrew's Spider-Man more than his Peter. I like Toby's Peter more than his Spider-Man. And then Tom Holland is the best all around for both. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, en I enjoyed his performance as Peter specifically. He is like the definitive Peter for a lot of people. Very wallflowery. In this film, I mean, it's just iconic. It sets up Spider-Man. Uh, people wouldn't love Spider-Man as much as they do without this movie yeah so it agreed. it it deserves like a really high spot for me holds high regards even if a lot of it hasn't aged well and it is a little goofy but that's what i like yeah good stuff um i, feel, I still feel three. i still feel like he looks and he looked old in and no way home but i still feel like he looks as a as a person who who teaches high school kids i feel like he looks way too old to be a high school kid um but <laughs> That's just me. That's just personal experience. I, I, I feel like you can, you know, it, he, he definitely looks too old. To I, I was going to say, did you know the teacher in that movie, the one who comes up and aggressively whispers to them at the beginning, was like an actor who was two years younger than all of those other actors playing high I, schoolers? I believe it. Yeah, I yeah. believe it. <laughs> um, that usually seems to shake out that way. Um, yeah. My number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, which is probably the Spider-Man that I've... Honestly, that's probably the... Uh, of all Spider-Man, that's probably the movie that I've watched more than any of them. It's just kind of like my comfort Spider-Man movie. Um, I think the Vulture's a great villain. Uh, you know, the first time I saw it, I was kind of, like, like surprised when it turned out that it was uh, Liz's dad or whatever. Like, that kind of, like, yeah. caught me caught me by su surprise there. Kind of like I the whole smack yourself in the forehead, like, oh, I, it's so obvious yeah. I should have known. <laughs> yeah, um, it obvious. I, I like the Iron Man stuff. I like the Iron Man presence in there. You know, the whole thing is him trying to to prove to Tony, like, hey, you know, I, I might be a kid, but, you know, I, take me seriously, right? Like, uh, and then you see more of that, that kind of, uh, you know, balancing the juggling of responsibilities and far from home and stuff like that. Um, Vulture's a good villain. He's kind of a sympathetic villain, too, because he's just kind of... <laughs> Yeah, he's just yeah. he's just an everyday worker. Yeah, he's been screwed, screwed over, over by the Avengers. Screwed over by the man, you know. Yeah. Um, Ned's great. Aunt May's great. MJ is great. Uh, I like I like I like Flash calling him Penis Parker. Penis Parker, yeah. <laughs> it's not very clever, but it's, it's uh, not. But it's golden at the same. It's time. funny. So it it was really good. Also, Donald Glover's in there. Ed, mm, Ed, yeah, Ed, Donald that's Glover's true. He, he's, I hope that they continue for me. that. Yes, we need more right. of that. We need more. Um, is that Prowler? Is that this character's name? Yeah, yeah. He would, Prowler. or he, yeah, Aaron Davis. So, so Prowler. Um, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, give me some more of that. They, they kind of, perhaps, uh, in No Way Home, uh, allude to that when, when, uh, uh, at least sort of, when Electro says, "Well, maybe there's a Black Spider-Man out there yeah. somewhere," um, and we, and we know, of course, that that he's. Uh, Files' his uncle is in this universe, at least. So uh, that's number three for me, Spider-Man Homecoming. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Um, for mine, mine would be Far From Home. Uh, that would be my third. I Big, big Mysterio fan. Uh, I like him. I liked his character. I liked, I don't know if he normally... The Swifties have logged out of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I don't know if he is normally like somebody who pretends to be good or not. I, I don't know the comics, but I liked that they went that route that he was, oh, I'm the good guy or whatever. And then, you know, trying to trying to trick everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I, I, I like it. Mostly uh, villainous, but he does. Yeah, the thing. yeah and, and that's another thing is I I know it's not a real power, whether it's all machines or whether it's a power, the whole illusion power is like my favorite power. I just think it's a, a cool power. Making people see whatever you want to see. I, I've always been into that. That's a kind of a cool power. So I think he's a really cool villain. Really great movie. I liked the uh, fake monsters that they were fighting and everything. And yeah. the, the Tony Stark stuff was was cool. Having yeah. uh, Peter deal with all of that. And uh, yeah, and I guess they kind of sort of teased us with different dimensions in here, even though it wasn't real. Yeah, like his fake, little... his fake Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you know, get the foot in the door a little bit for the next movie. But yeah, home or uh, far from home. There we go. Yeah, me like. Yeah, uh, my number three is Spider-Man Two. Uh, just all around classic, best of the Raimi trilogy. Um, just full of iconic moments. Uh, Doc Ock already is like huge, huge, huge good character for us to like delve into and people i think like doc ock more because of this movie i was like the raimi trilogy really did a lot for comic books and people absolutely appreciate it but i don't think we talk about it enough whenever we consider the mcu as it is we don't look back on raimi and go like oh yeah no he set pretty much all this up set this all in motion it's got plenty of goofiness but it still has that grounded bit of heart um i don't know if you guys have been on twitter but people are showing the clip of Peter like walking through a park without his powers in this movie. And it's very stylized and kind of weird if all you've watched recently are like MCU big budget projects. Because they do like the mirror focus of his face like faded in the background of him walking. Um, And they do all these like stylized shots of him just walking down the street, slow-mo stuff. And people are like, "Uh, this stuff is uh, apparently in the best Spider-Man movie, and I just can't believe that. If this were posted today, people would absolutely hate it, and I agree. And it's like, it's called style. Like, it's a comic book movie. It's It just feels not as flat as, like, you know, uh, mirror shots of, like, you're talking, now you're talking, now you're talking, back and forth. I don't know. I love it. It's It's goofy, it's campy. It's got plenty of that heart. Amazing action. And the effects still hold up. So yeah, they really do. They really they do. They really do. Well, and they also did practical arms for Doc Ock. For yeah, I a think lot that, of the stuff. That saved so, it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. And that, that whole scene when he, yeah. like, wakes up in, like, the surgery room. And he, like, oh, is, like that's, like, a, from a horror movie. I, th- the, I love well, that I mean, scene. Raimi directed Evil Dead, and a yeah, lot of those shots were, like, good. exactly lifted from, like, Evil Dead tracking shots and stuff like that. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a good good scene. Yeah, love, really? love Doc Hawk. Doc Hawk is... And that's the thing about Spider-Man. Spider-Man has so, so many great villains. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, DC has Batman's rogues right. gallery. MCU right. has Spider-Man's rogues gallery. And and I think I think Doc Ock is better. I, I, I like Doc Ock more than Green Goblin. I think he has a better yeah. presence. Like, across all things. Like, uh, yeah. you know, Doc, Doc Ock is legendary in, in, in the Spider-Man 2. He pops up in No Way Home. Also a really big role in that fucking awesome spider-man game 
um on the on the the playstation right this the 2018 spider-man that came out oh yeah man i didn't beat that we got such, that recently such a good game and and doc ock is so cool in there too and and so uh also do you remember caleb that was it a was it a nintendo 64 spider-man game or was it a gamecube spider-man game where at the very end you're being chased by doc ock like through the the tunnels or through the the that i think and there's like the expl- 64 one there's like explosions and stuff and like we could not beat that yeah. level at all yeah and that then, was i think 64 and you know who came through and beat that level do you remember this chris. name chris yes not, not chris, chris not, not, not chris, chris our young. brother-in-law chris young, chris young who we Ooh. would carpool with randomly yeah. sometimes Ran- I, think. I don't know the whole relationship there why and we did he was that like he seen. I don't know how much older he was than us, but he he was like a god. He was Kate's like, grade. He was like yeah. I'm pretty sure maybe one year higher than Kate. Maybe. He just crushed every like if there, if there was a video game that needed beating, Chris could beat it. Uh, Chris could beat it. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> shout uh, out to Chris. somewhere in the world. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so Doc Ock's great. Um, and Doc Ock is in my number two, which doesn't spoil anything because the last two movies I have left both have Doc Ock in them. Uh, and I had uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse as my number two here um Hmm. i just think it's a super super charming movie it's beautiful animation the soundtrack is great you know the story is is awesome right miles having to take on this responsibility i guess that's the whole spider-man story to begin with really right uh instead Hmm. of losing his uncle ben he loses you know his uncle Aaron. and he loses the spider-man and and here as well it feels like it's the most comic book, right? Maybe that's because it is animated, yeah. right? Uh, but it's so pretty. It's so good. Those guys also made Mitchell's versus... Yeah, it looks really good. They made Mitchell's book. versus the Machines, which is fantastic, too. Got snubbed um, at the Golden Globes. It did. Uh, but it's just a it's just a beautiful comic book movie. It's got a lot of heart to it. The the, the leap of faith, the leap of responsibility thing that, that he does where he, he jumps off the building... Um, I you just know, and, you just listen to the song and you get goosebumps. Yeah, it, it's like filmed in reverse, so it are you talking like about that, uh, that? So he's like Wally fa- song. What's up, danger? Song. No, that's the whichever one's got. Oh, you're talking about sunflower. Yeah, yeah, sunflower. I hate that. I'm sorry, I hate that. I love that. So annoying. But no, the 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 scene where he jumps off the building. But you know, every everybody's read this on Twitter, so I'm not the smart guy who's saying this first. But you know, he's jumping off the building, but they they shoot it in a way that it looks like he's falling up, right? Because he's he's rising. He's rising, right? It's been said ten thousand times, but that doesn't make it any less cool. And and everybody loves Miles Morales, you know um miles is great in here miles is great in the the miles morales video game i mean it's awesome you know it, it's great it's a it's a lovely beautiful movie and i'm yeah. I, i'm hyped for uh the follow-up um for that as well yeah. that what is the follow-up for that uh across the spider-verse they announced oh, coming, out, part coming one. out next year part one, part right. one. Yeah. also supposedly and you guys probably have seen this on twitter as well uh maybe tom holland is gonna be in it question mark um suppose supposedly uh tom holland said in an interview that he wants to be in it and then like Mm. the director or somebody is like hey just give me a call man you know so who the hell knows but that could be cool interesting interesting spodiverse number two yeah yeah uh so mine uh, my number two is Spider-Man 3. Da, da, da. Uh, I'm glad yeah. 
I'm glad you put that at two and not one. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> well, let me just preface and say that, like I said, this this could change. Uh, now, for me, like I said, it doesn't take much to impress me, and I I have not I'm not a Spider Man guy necessarily. Like growing up with with any of the Marvel and DC, like I I don't read the comics. I don't I'm not faithful to how they're portrayed in the many many versions of comics that they have out there. There's so many different versions of all the different characters. So I don't know necessarily how comic book accurate these portrayals are in, in Spider-Man 3, but I loved it. Like I said, it's not much to impress me whether Venom was shoot in there at the end for whatever reason. I don't care. I loved that Venom so much. I, I, so he was my first Venom. And so when I see Tom Hardy's villain, I don't really get the talking. I don't resonate with the talking Venom. It's just not what I grew up with. That was the only Venom I knew prior to this. So. It's just really cool to me. That's simple. It's just, it's cool to look at. Yes, cringy, now filled with memes, but I don't know. I love it. I love Sandman. I love Venom. I love the Hobgoblin James Franco canceled person. Like, cool. All cool. Yeah. Spider-Man 3. I love it. I don't know. I, I can ramble all day. I, it, I'm giddy as a schoolgirl with that, with that movie, but I won't say that it's number one. I know it's got its faults. It's not perfect, but... It is my favorite right now in terms of the other movies. It's my number two. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. So my number two, no surprise here at all, is No Way Home. Uh, I, I was expecting boos and jeers from people saying, No, I figured you, you were going to make Spider-Verse number one. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, so No Way Home, I, I, I've already talked enough about this at length. We've talked about it quite a bit. So I'm just going to leave it with that. Just, it's great. If you haven't seen it yet and you're still listening, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get your ass out of your chair. Get out of your mom's basement. Dust off that Cheeto dust. Go see it. Like now. But also, don't be too overhyped by what he just said. Fair. Because it's still number two. It's not number one. <laughs> waiting for zach oh my god he turned off his mic oh he's muted oh all right oh, no. i'm the new sorry, host sorry, here. sorry 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 Whoa. I, <laughs> I forgot that i i forgot that i muted my mic and i was talking for about 15 seconds there until you guys <laughs> <laughs> i was even <laughs> i was even bragging about how good my transition was Oh, oh well, God. we didn't hear it. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was like, ruin oh, the that's transition. A, no, that's a perfect transition. No, now I seem like an <laughs> asshole. Uh, um, no, that I think that uh, you know by process of elimination, my my number one and I, Caleb's number one then as well. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home, which we just spent the last first forty five or thirty minutes or however long, yeah. uh, you know, talking about specifically that. Um, and I said earlier, and I'll just say it again, the hype was super high and it delivered, you know, even though, even though, you know, I didn't get anything spoiled, but everybody kind of had a general idea of what was going to, you know, who was going to be in there. I was still hyped when it happened. You know, I'm very excited to see where they go with it because they said there's going to be, they're already working on the fourth Tom Holland and, you know, Tom Holland's my favorite Spider-Man. So um that's my number one i will definitely uh you know i don't 
I'm not a person who really buys DVDs anymore because literally everything. Streams. I'm getting back into that because but streaming I, I, services I, are taking things off. Yeah, I will. I will be. I will, I'll purchase this one when it comes out for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I'll get the trilogy pack. Definitely. <laughs> uh, the 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 homecoming trilogy. All through my yeah. top five there. So that's my that's my number one. Uh, yeah, maybe we... some maybe some recency bias, but I I I yeah. couldn't put I definitely couldn't put it lower than two it was gonna be, uh, yeah i agree it was gonna you. be one or two either way yeah yeah uh it it was a great movie it was a great movie yeah we've we've already talked a lot about it I, I i think it's not even a complaint but just something i wish would have happened more is just just a little bit more just of everything we saw just a little bit more i would have liked to see a little bit more dialogue with all of the spider-mans a little bit more dialogue between them and their respective villains other than that Phenomenal movie. Great movie. Loved it. I'm excited to see where it goes. I know it's a stretch. I would still love to see a movie with uh, the other two Spider-Mans again, possibly, but it is what it is. Great movie. It's my number one. Could change. It could change. Like I said, I'm a big Spider-Man 3 fan, but for now, it's number one. Easy. It, it's great. It lives up to the hype. Dope. So my number one, of course, is Spider-Verse. Um, I mean... If you've seen the movie, you know. It's yeah. it's fantastic. It's one of those that still gives me goosebumps to this day. It was on Netflix for a long time, but then they took it off. So See, things are, they're taking crap off of streaming services. I know, like, good stuff that I was that, like, people were watching and people mm -hmm. still are talking about. They're just, I don't know. All the behind-the-scenes stuff, it's unfortunate. But this movie, just great. And I know a lot of people think the Kingpin is goofy. I love yes. that Kingpin. <laughs> God bless it. That design, like, it doesn't leave your head. Like, it doesn't. That, that's for sure. It's too big to leave your head. Amazing. It makes me want to buy. Out. Shut up. It, it just makes me want to go out and buy an all black fridge and then just print off, like, his little face with his lapels and just tape it onto the fridge. And just be like, it's Kingpin. Why did they not sell, like, Kingpin life size plushes? You know, that you could just. <laughs> Why didn't they sell Kingpin body pillows? That would have yeah, been exactly. Great. Like the also, whole bed. also Bailey, you shared that <laughs> video of the the Mickey Mouse and Kingpin. Yep, and, and I watched that probably thirty times. No, that and one it keeps showing up on my for you page on TikTok, and I it just was, I it was funny every time. Up. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, that's my number one. Well, that concludes the lists for us all. Then I think uh, it's we had a lot of similarities there, um, mainly at the bottom. Yeah, they had like the... that little stair ladder situation going yeah, on. Yeah, so so <laughs> definitely scrambles up a little bit at the top there, but um, you know, I I I, I like like you said, Caleb. But we we didn't really grow up like being comic book people. We were more like reading Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and stuff, and and not mm -hmm. so much DC and Marvel. So that's more of like my childhood superheroes. But um, you know, there's a lot of people who get into spider-man and things like that because of the the new mcu movies and i think because of you know the the sam raimi movies and things like that and uh i've seen all of them in 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 theaters and i don't know spider spider-man's probably my favorite superhero you know at, at the end of the day even if i'm maybe not a, a comic head like a lot of people mm -hmm. but i but i, I mean he's spider -Man, up there for sure i don't yeah, know if it, i could definitively say him and, favorite, and, but... and 
the MCU made me love Iron Man too, and maybe that's why I love Spider Man so much is because they yeah, do those connections there. So uh, we know. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the shield on the Statue of Liberty? That's interesting. That was weird. There's even a part at the beginning where somebody's like complaining on the radio about how ridiculous it is. It does um, seem a bit ridiculous. So I don't know. Uh, Spider Man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be on the Spider Man train. You know, for the foreseeable future. I'm gonna watch watch all that stuff i'll pick up spider-man 2 uh the game when that comes out so i don't know bright bright future for for all things spider-man there yeah i'm gonna have to i'm definitely gonna have to go through and watch uh this new movie again definitely because uh we we saw the late showing and she unfortunately fell asleep a couple times throughout i didn't but so yeah we're we're gonna make plans to go see it again a little bit earlier in the day so nobody falls asleep rob's rob's a good idea uh, well, anybody got anything they want to say before we we kill it? I have to take a dump right now. So Yeah, well, make sure you turn your mic off, okay? Oh, I will, I will. <laughs> You're not going right. to hear me uh, flushing any toilets, so. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, if there's uh, if there's nothing else there, we'll, we'll go ahead and cut it off. Um, say goodbye, and then probably not come back till after Christmas to... Uh, 2022 hype list uh and then probably some book of boba fett coming up pretty soon book of boba fett content so that's what we got looking forward to um yeah peace Peace spider-man forever go away Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches feet, just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man.